Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! This is Charlotte Chung and Fred Tatashore. And you're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live! It's time for your Talk Time Live exclusive. You are now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Ladies and gentlemen, returning to the show is the very talented artist and character designer who worked on some of the most iconic animated shows on Cartoon Network and more, actually, including Dexter's Laboratory, Powerpuff Girls, Samurai Jack, Scooby-Doo, Frank and Creepy, and the ever-popular Teen Titans Go! and currently Yabba Dabba Dinosaur. Uh, folks, welcome back. Chris Battle to Talk Time Live. Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Dex. How you been? Ah, it's, it's, like, I said, like I told you, surreal. <laughs> it's just yeah. uh, getting the chance to talk to all of you guys and you uh, who had this illustrious experience doing some of the things that many of us dream of. It's just, it's, it's just an awesome and humbling thing to do. So thank you for coming back onto the show, first of all. Uh, happy to be back, man. So I, the re- one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to get you back on, because a lot has happened since the last time you've been on the show. Um, first of all, congratulations to yourself and your team for back-to-back Emmy nominations for Teen Titans Go. That's just amazing. So, yeah, it's very cool. <laughs> it is very cool. Uh, but even, even more in particular, you have a T-shirt lineup with Marvel Comics that you were working on. And uh, as of right now, as we speak, I am wearing one of the T-shirts with my friendly neighborhood Spider-Man on it. It's an awesome quality T-shirt, I might add. And we got to talk about this. Um, it's what is I believe it's called the Marvel Chibli Action Pose logo T-shirt, or you call it also the retro T-shirt. Which yeah, one is it, it exclusive? It, it kind of depends on uh, on which retailer you're going to. Uh, I have found that most of them it says uh, you know cheaty action pose. Some of mm-hmm. them say retro cartoon. A lot of them use the uh, uh, brick logo because mm-hmm. for the Marvel logo that's right. there in the solid red. But uh, they are available from a variety of retailers. I mean, Amazon right off the top probably yeah. has the most. But there's a bunch that are also available from uh, Hot Topic, mm-hmm. Macy's, Kohl's. Um, several different uh, online retailers, and most of them are only available online. They're not in the stores, but you know, yeah. uh, a lot of them have uh, a lot of options uh, for what you want to go for. Some are themed for holiday things or right. for like Father's Day. Uh, and uh, Amazon probably has the most where you can get it on. Uh, you want to get it on a hoodie? I got you want to get it on a baseball tee? Yeah, I got mine from Amazon, and let me tell you, like I told you before, you didn't help my cause any better. They had, <laughs> I had to pick between a regular T-shirt. Or the hoodie or the baseball shirt, which I was really, really hinting on. Uh, they got them in different, you know, colors, varieties, slim fit, you know, bulk fit. It, it's it's really there. And not only that, it was supposed to come today. It actually came yesterday. So nice. Yeah. I was, yeah, and so you got it in the black. That yeah. really helps the colors pop the most. But, uh, you know, they got it in all kinds of colors, uh, you know, and kids, women's size. It's amazing yeah. the variety they have. 
So, so the question is actually, uh, can, can you talk about how did this come about? Because you you're flipping on it. You you went to the different portal of one <laughs> multiverse to another here. Yeah. Well, well I mean, it, it is perfect because uh, even with all my years that I spent on Teen Titans Go, I was always a Marvel kid. Teen Titan, New Teen Titans in the '80s was the only DC comic I read. I was I was a big X Men kid and of course you know that that's just the gateway drug to all the marvel universe right (laughs) right so um basically the way it happened uh it's all due to social media because uh i'm I'm always posting whatever i'm working on uh on instagram and tumblr and everything else mainly instagram the most and of course past several years posting tons of teen titans go artwork especially all the stuff whenever i would get to uh, do all the old classic characters from the dc universe right and uh, just looked in my inbox one day, and there's uh, a message from uh, an art director from Marvel Consumer Products mm. who had been following my artwork and saw how I was handling all these classic DC characters. And he said, hey, would you like to do some stuff for Marvel? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the the yeah. message and call I've been waiting for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not, definitely not expecting it. But yeah, yeah. Even after all my years working in the business for uh, famous studios and getting a chance to do well-known characters. You know, Marvel is one of those big childhood bucket list kind of items. You know, that's that that was a big one. Yeah. Do you have a favorite among the bunch that you uh, worked on that you like most in particular? Uh, wow. Uh, well, I gotta say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did get to do a lot. Yeah, I mean, uh, probably one of the biggest ones, Wolverine. Right, as an yeah. X-Men kid, getting to draw Wolverine professionally for Marvel. You know, that's that's the best, you know, I couldn't believe it. You know, that that was pretty cool. But, yeah, there's all all my other favorites, you know, Spider-Man. This yeah. uh, I'm really happy with my Miles Morales art. I got to do. Uh, oh, that, I, you, I told you that was, my, that was probably really one of my favorites right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that was a blast. And I mean, I got to do uh, Groot and Rocket, uh, you know, kind of like I, I went for if they were made by Hanna-Barbera in the 1960s, because you know, the whole line uh, there's my look. In the images on the podcast header is that uh, it's a it's a retro cartoony line. Yeah, uh, they just wanted to me to do what I was doing, pretty much like Teen Titans or Powerpuff Girl that that style, and go with something really cartoony, which is kind of unique because for Marvel, most of the time when you see consumer products artwork like a on backpacks and T-shirts and stuff, it's it's very realistic, uh, you know, comic book stuff, or or it looks like a realistic drawing from the movies, the MCU. Uh, but the fact that they just let me go to town with my style, uh, that was pretty cool. What I like about the cartoony style, your style, that your signature style that you're always known for, let's take Captain America, for instance. I like you, you managed to make it you know, very toony, but you still managed to grasp the characteristics of Captain America. That jawline, that chin, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. alone, you know, yeah. the bulk of the uh, chest. It, it just it feels still cap, but it's in just yeah. in, in a cartoon, you know, format. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, especially with these characters, they're so classic. And as any comic fan will know, you've seen a million versions of them yeah. uh, you know, by the time you uh, you reach your adult years, you know, from toys to comics to cartoons. And now we've got movies. So, yeah. you know, you really know who most of these characters are. And uh, it was very cool. At first, they just said, why don't you just do anything? Do 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 any version. They, they gave me a list of some of the characters, and they just said, you can do comics, yeah. you can do cartoons, video games, uh, MCU, you could go classic, you can go modern. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I just did a little bit of everything. Right. And they zeroed in on one little doodle I did of Iron Man in the classic 1960s <laughs> armor. And they said, 
hey, that looks cool. Yeah. Why don't you do like a whole retro uh, line of like straight up from like like the 1970s? Right. If, if you looked at like Marvel characters from the 70s, so just do that. Go classic yeah. with it. Yeah. And so it's like that's easy to do, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but even more like the Hulk. Uh, <laughs> I looking at the Hawk. What I love about it is that he's very misshapen and like asymmetrical at best. All yeah. of them to some extent. Yeah. But he's very, you know, his whole entire proportions are like very, you know, uh, as a contrast of like big and small. But it does uh, represent and relish the rage in him mm-hmm. that I love so yeah. much, and it, it carries that essence. So, like I said, even though they're cartoony, they still carry the. Essence, the essence and characteristics of each character. You still get that feel. You still, you know, I'm an artist too. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that comes through. You know, because I mean, because I mean, you know, you know, all of us comic geeks, we all know these characters inside and out, and uh, so I definitely wanted to stay true to whatever the essence of the characters is. You know, even yes. though I'm referencing different eras, but more mm-hmm. specifically, going for that classic uh, characters that we all know. Right. But uh, you know. The fact that it's cartoony, it gives me great license to really go big on things like pushing the rage angle or the proportions, or especially for the, any of the Spider-Verse characters yes. really getting to go crazy with poses. So, I feel and, like and this even, is like an inkblot test, too. It's like, what are you seeing? Rage. What do you see? Her, uh, heroism and courage. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and especially with uh, like Rocket and Groot. I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, basically, that, that was based on the MCU versions. Uh, I'm thinking comedy. That's why I'm like, yeah, I could really go cartoony for these guys, you know? Right. Now, I, I'm going to answer this in a different way. I'm going to ask this in a different way because I know you that you're still – there's some other things that is going on that you can't speak about. But Scotty Young has a collection of statues, uh, a collectible – limited edition collectible statues that mm-hmm. are very detailed to his uh, you know, style. Yeah. I won't say whether it will, but would you like to see that format with your art style? Oh, man. I'd love to, right? <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't that be great? I, I think, mean, that, just, would, I I think that would be absolutely the... awesome. Yeah, like like with all, I'm thinking about how I had toys of these characters when I was a kid, and if I could be holding one of my own, yeah, I, maybe if enough people are buying T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I'm honestly, I'm surprised uh, DC hasn't even thought about that. That's just it's it's unreal uh, how I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, well, well, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, you know, there, there's certain people, uh, you know, who get to be more uh, on the front line with, with their name, like uh, like, like Scotty Young or, or Sean Galloway. Yeah. You know, they, they, their name is forefront. Uh, but, you know, us in animation, we're all kind of a little anonymous behind the scenes. You know, our, our names go, go by in the credits. <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- thank God the social media. Now we get to put our names and our, and our actual artwork Well, that, that Cartoon there. Network commercial that you were in. <laughs> yeah, that, that helped. That helped. I mean, you know, hey, um there's been lots of little toys that have been made from Teen Titans Go. Right. It doesn't have my name on it, but you know, there's several that are based on my designs and even, even some Happy Meal toys. So right. that's a win for me. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Um, what is it exactly since we, since last time we spoke, actually, um, Teen Titans Go has become like even more popular than it was the last time we spoke. Yeah. Like there's no denial at this point. There, there was no, there's no controversy. People have, rather assimilate it into the into liking the show even more hmm. or pre, f- fully you know stop hating and appreciating yeah. what this show really does well, and the freedom that you guys are able to do 
Yeah. Um, There's even a little bit of uh, begrudging respect, even if yeah. even if people haven't completely come over. So that's cool too. <laughs> I, yeah, it's it's one of those people that were just hating just to hate, and then all of a sudden, like you know, it's like Grumpy Smurf just come along. You know, you know, this ain't bad after. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just always something about this show. The the level of creativity and freedom of this show is astounding. I mean, how many seasons has it been now? Is it now? Uh, God, I think they're up to six. Yeah. Uh, I I finished up on the show uh, midway through season five. So. Right. I've, I've moved on since then, but they, right. they still have uh, new crew members that come in to take over for those of us that have moved on. Right. So it's as far as I know, it's still been going. Have you had a chance to stop and look back at your work? I mean, not only just from this, but from like, like Dexter or any uh, any of the other Powerpuff Girls, any of the other stuff that you have started and just bask in the you know appreciation of what you've done? Okay. Every now and again, I'm able to uh, to watch some stuff like, um, you know, when I got the Samurai Jack Blu-ray set, yeah. uh, I just like sat down and started watching it. And I was like, wow, I forgot how good this show looked and how right. how funny it was and, and just how, how well done it was. You know, because, you know, at the time, we're always so busy making it. And definitely I remember you know, watching it at the time and saying, wow, this show looks good. Yeah. OK, yeah. move on. Time to do the next stuff. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's really cool to look back on these and know that uh, there's been a lot of good quality in them but uh definitely as of late there's times i'm like i don't even remember this show or what it was about <laughs> but i know that's my drawing that's, yeah it's weird have you ever had like a burnout period during all this because you do a lot uh you, you know those those only last a, a little short while at least as long as i get to sleep in for for a full day or, yeah. or not do any extra work for a couple of weeks go on a little trip mm-hmm. you know yeah play some video games see some movies uh, that recharges the batteries ah my new life yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the other thing i think this last time i spoke to you i was working like two jobs now i'm just doing like this and you know my regular freelance job as well mm-hmm. yeah 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 I, I i usually have to space them out usually usually about two or three times a year yeah uh at, at most but then you know somebody's always gonna come calling with another product that was like with marvel i i was already doing some other stuff and then they called up and i'm like oh i cannot say no to this yeah. have to find the time you know Oh man! So also, you have the opportunity to work on a new show based on the Flintstones, which was currently airing in the UK version of Boomerang. Can you talk about that? Uh, what was the premise of that show, and yeah. as well as how you were involved in it? Yeah, yeah, it really goes way back to when I was uh, still working on Teen Titans Go. Mm-hmm. I think it was uh, in between maybe the third and fourth seasons. It was in uh, early 2016. Yeah. Uh, there's always a lot of development going on at any major animation studio, and sometimes it's things that never see the light of day. Right. Uh, basically, especially nowadays, there's a lot of classic content that all the studios have, and they're always wanting to do updates on them. So there's always a, a development process where they're having a lot of artists take a shot at doing a new version of uh, any classic character. And at the time, several people had been doing their takes on a a new Flintstone show that was going to be centered around uh, Pebbles and Bam Bam. (laughs) And um, there had already been some people who had done it. They they said, hey, you want to take a stab at it? And even after I'd done mine, there were other people who did it. uh, in, in the earlier version, it was uh, the classic toddler Pebbles and Bam Bam with a group of dinosaurs. I think they were kind of going to be like sort of rescue rangers. Yeah, uh, I and, that. And, uh, yeah. and so I, uh, I, I just did a whole uh, big pitch Bible artwork, and uh, I think it was almost kind of go to pilot. Mm-hmm. Then it kind of ran out of steam. It didn't get selected. So I thought, oh, well, that was fun to do. You know, got my freelance and started back up on the next season of Teen Titans. 
and then, uh, like I said, they had other artists trying to do new, different versions of it. And when it finally was going to maybe start happening again, the showrunner just looked through all the different versions and he circled back to mine. Mm -hmm. And um, that was about like uh, late 2017. I was in between seasons of Teen Titans Go. Usually, usually you have a month or two off, and that's nice. You get to take a break, go on a trip, or you know. Um, uh, but they they contacted me. I'd only been you know just off for a week, just getting started on some new video games, figuring I was going to relax for a month. <laughs> and they said we'd like you to uh, design uh, a new version of the Abadabad dinosaurs, but this time focusing even more on the classic families and you yeah. know with the flintstones and the rubbles and now uh pebbles and bam bam they're going to be tweens so it's like right. okay i said ah, i figure yeah I'll, I'll do this for a little week and then i'll scratch that itch and that's done and they said we love it and you do more do turns and basically they only had me for about a limited time like those two months before the new season of teen titans go was going to begin so uh they knew they had a limited window so they just kind of said Here's a whole list of stuff. Design uh, this kind of dinosaur, this kind of bird. Yeah. I'm going to bring in this classic character, and you know, um, basically, I just did that for two months, and then I was done. Um, I never actually worked on the show. I just did this all from home, right. and uh, they they had a crew working on uh, the Warner Brothers lot there um, in 2018 that were doing it, and um, yeah, then uh, most of the Boomerang shows uh, were were all canceled. Uh, late 2018. I, uh, I'm not sure of all the specifics, but I, I know that I think it had something to do with uh, they, they were getting ready to uh, make what is eventually becoming HBO Max. Um, so it kind of sat on the shelf for a while. I wasn't sure what was going to happen with that. And then I found out that uh, just earlier this month, it began airing on Boomerang UK, their mm -hmm. streaming app. And I know it's uh, I, I know it was on Boomerang Africa. I'm not sure where else it's going to be, but yeah. I just know that it's out there, so I was able to share all my artwork on my Instagram for this past month. So, working on Teen Titans Go, because you were, I mean, your style is not completely new to fans. You worked on Dexter's Laboratory, you worked on Powerpuff Girls, but it was only when you started working on Teen Titans Go is when things started picking up and people started truly uh, you know, noticing a change in direction of, you know, character direction. Uh, within animated shows, especially like on Cartoon Network, I also believe that you inspired other shows to try to do the same thing. We we now have the Thundercats show, hmm. which they kind of took a. I feel like they took a page from what you were doing with Teen Titans Go. I've seen other shows also. Do you feel mm -hmm. like that you've inspired other studios to do such a uh, a, a a a design uh, philosophy? Well, I know I can't take credit for that since I, I wasn't involved with the creation of Teen Titans Go. But I mean, just mm -hmm. just the concept of trying out a new style yeah. of of a known quality, you know, taking an action show and doing a comedy. I, I'm sure that uh, Teen Titans Go's success was definitely instrumental in things like Thundercats Roar and uh, any other shows like that. It's it's nice to be able to see. Uh, uh, a lot of these properties that are, you know, usually very real or dramatic to know that you can maybe do a little funny cartoon version because right. otherwise I, I always figured, well, I'm never going to get to draw any Marvel characters or DC characters. Right. Uh, you know, well, DC superhero girls. I mean, that even came about, I think, before Teen Titans Go right. uh, was happening, you know, that when it was a uh, super, uh, super best friends forever. Mm -hmm. um, so then uh, because of Teen Titans Go's success and Lauren became available, they were able to to do um, the, the superhero girls, uh, the new version of Lawrence, which is mm -hmm. amazing. So it's nice to see 
cartoony superhero shows happening. And I, and I say that in a sense, too, because when you guys did Teen Titans Go, it was based on a really beloved TV series mm-hmm. that, you, as you know, mm-hmm. and it kind of was a it was a risk. It was a huge risk. Yeah. It, it, I believe if Teen Titans Go didn't, you know, keep going strong as it did and it didn't get the Emmy nominations that it did and the movies and everything from it and the popularity that it's gained, I think shows like uh, Thundercats Roar would have had a hard time. Because of yeah. the, the sure. nostalgic factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm heard sure. one person make any, you know, um, you know, cry about, um, about Thundercats Roar, in a new in a new direction. Huh. I, I think there was a, a lot of outrage. Been on Twitter either. On Twitter. Yeah, I, I think there was a lot of outrage uh, at the time it was first revealed. But, uh, you know, I think that happens with anything. I remember people were very upset with the original Teen Titans from the early 2000s because it wasn't Batman, the animated series. Yeah. And I think what, limited, right. Yeah, and 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 I think when uh, they uh, the the same a lot of the same artists from the original Teen Titans did Transformers animated based on just oh, one promo yeah. image that uh, I think marketing selected uh, people said oh this this show looks terrible what what are they doing but then when the show came out then when they realized uh, the pedigree of the creative staff and then they watch it they, everybody loves it you know do you think the story so, the sto- you know the storytelling narrative plays a factor. Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's a combination yeah. when, when you have uh, good storytelling uh, and good characters and especially staying true to characters, whether you're going dramatic or whether you're doing it in a comedy style. Yeah. If you show a reverence for the source material yeah. often, I think that that really rings true. And I think you know, that, that's I think that's exactly what happened with Teen Titans going. You mentioned Transformers animated. And I, I, I will be honest. I was one of those people because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a G1 fan. And mm-hmm. I was I had my reserves with this big jawed Optimus Prime, yeah. but when you watched the show and how much homage they paid to the actual original series, you kind of took you, you kind of took a back seat and was like, all right, let me see what they're doing with this, and then you wind up enjoying the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you always have to wait until you see something because uh, I think we could all remember how everybody got upset that when Michael Keaton was announced as Batman, and uh, you know then. Fast forward several decades later, and it's like when everybody heard Heath Ledger was going to be the right. Joker, everybody got upset. Dude, so Robert like, Pattinson is the new guy now. <laughs> everybody's still pissed off. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's, he, he's been line. doing a good job, you know, with all the movies he's been acting in right. since Twilight. It's like, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what it's going to be. You know how you many know? people I had to say, just be patient online, right. too? Right, never, I never invested any or anything uh, that he's done, but – it always takes one role for Pete for that to just be your role that skyrocket you. And it, it, it happened to Michael. Well, Michael Keaton was already, you know, the man before that, but you know, a comedic actor doing yeah. this role was a big challenge. And before, you know, social media or internet was even yeah. around that went yeah. viral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we've yeah. come now, now to this day, we're like, he's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure the, when you get to watch more and more versions of the third or fourth time they remake your favorite thing, you realize, OK, there's the, there's going to be a new one, might be different, probably yeah. going to be good. And if not, there's going to be another one coming around, you know, another couple of years. So absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So as a free, now that you're doing freelance work, you've been uh, you know, you've been doing uh, pretty much working at home. And uh, does it allow you to be more focused uh, working at home, or do you prefer to actually work in a studio with the art department and development team? 
Yeah, I, I do usually prefer to be in-house at, at a studio. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, mo- most of 2018, I, I was working at home. But it was it was pretty cool just for a change of pace after yeah. several seasons at, at Warner Brothers mm-hmm. and uh, just the pure variety of things I was getting to work on. Uh, but then uh, I, I did a stint last summer at uh, Disney TVA. I was mm-hmm. over there on a uh, new season of Big Hero 6 and getting to do right. some development. And it's like, ah, it's great to be with people again and just... <laughs> Yeah, just getting to see friends and also just, you know, whenever you walk around and, and go see the other crews and see what they're working on, it's it's inspiring, right. you know. Yeah, so, but, but now I'm at home again for a little bit, so, you know, Netflix is always calling. <laughs> <laughs> so when you do, you know, when you, with your big, um, you know, workload and everything, what does Chris Battle do to wind down pretty much? <laughs> well, well, luckily uh, there there is a lot of Netflix, which is great. Or uh, occasionally uh, getting to work in, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> occasionally. But it all kind of feeds back in. It's pretty good. And some of that you can do while you're working. But right. but even uh, you know an occasional video game. And true to form, the, the latest game I've been playing, still uh, real late, is uh, Spider Man on PlayStation. Oh, really? Have you yeah. beat it yet, or are you just playing it? Over oh no. Or? No, 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 no. I, I, you know, it was it was sitting in the wrapper for a long oh, time, wow. so it's too busy. Yeah. How much I, are you I'm enjoying only, that game? Oh, it's great. It's great. You know, it's uh, it, it's all of the uh, the detail and open sandbox world play of uh, Grand Theft Auto, but yeah. uh, with less running over old ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely feel better. But you know, they got the physics right, and they and yeah. they got once again, it's more callouts to all all the geeky yeah. canon that's in there with all the different outfits that you get to have. Well, let it's, me tell you, I, I don't know how much. Uh, well, you said you're a Marvel fan, so you, yeah. you're pretty sure you're a Marvel fan in the '90s. Did you yeah. see all of the, the suits in there? I haven't. Well, I haven't played through all of them, but I've seen a lot. Oh online man, I don't want to. I don't know. If, I mean, granted, it is. It has been a year or so now since this movie came out. Yeah, there is one suit in there that I totally went blitz for, and I had I couldn't even fathom that they would even bring this on here. Do you remember the Revenge of the Sinister Six? Yeah, that mm-hmm. Eric Larson did. A, uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I think I saw a picture. It, it's it was him with the cybernetics yes. and stuff like that. Oh man! I, <laughs> first of all, I'm a huge Eric Larson fan. Yeah. Um, especially in the '90s, that you know he's part of the rock star yeah. <laughs> group. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, we all we all were into that. Yeah. When the Sinister Six whipped Spidey's ass, and he had to resort to go to the uh, Shield headquarters, and he <laughs> put that thing. It was one of the coolest things that I've seen him draw. And for them to put that on a video game, I nearly went crazy. My my <laughs> my teenage golden, you know, nineties golden age self mm-hmm. just popped for that. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's one of my main suits now. That this game, that game will forever be one of my all time greatest games, solely because of that. But also the, the fact that Yuri Lowenthal did a great job as Peter Parker, and they just did. It, it literally is a movie. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and it just plays great. It, it, uh, I mean, the, you know, a lot of times it's getting the physics right is a big thing because we've all played a lot of Spider-Man games yeah. over the year. And, you know, some some There's are better than others. But, but oh, yeah, it feels right. It really feels right. It's good. Yeah, this might actually – and I've played – and I love the Arkham series, but this – this one is giving those games a run for its money, and I, you know, I, I can't say it's the, it's better at yet until they come out with a two or three for mm. this game to really do the trilogy uh, lineup. But right mm-hmm. now, this game, that game is a hell of an experience. You're going to enjoy the rest of it. Oh uh, man, if only I could find time for it. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so, any projects that you ever wanted to work on but you haven't had an opportunity to do, and it's just like on a shelf or somewhere. 
Oh, yeah. Well, well, I mean, still one one thing that you know, the one thing I still need to check that little box is if there's any official Star Wars thing that I'll ah, get to do. And I, and I was so close to it, you know, when, uh, back when I was at Cartoon Network, uh, when Gendy was doing the original Clone Wars micro series. Right. You know, he he just he, he only used a really small crew because that was you know those were those ones that were only like three minutes each, and yeah. uh, he still had uh, a few crew members from the final season. Of Samurai Jack, yeah. and we were all all of us were like, "Hey, Gendy, if you, if you need an extra hand on those," you know, and he's like, "I'm pretty good. I got I got who I need." We're like, damn, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> close, close. But who who knows? Who knows? Maybe maybe someday there'll be something. Hey, you never know. Like especially in your world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally, you know, in this past year, I, I did uh, did all the Marvel characters and I did some Flintstones. So I'm like, okay, maybe, yeah. There's still always something to, to dream for. <laughs> right. So I got a couple more questions for you, but I just want to say, yeah, it's always a pleasure having you on here. I definitely appreciate it. Uh, you coming back on and just getting to talk with you and learn a lot from you as well. So awesome. <laughs> oh, hey, no problem, man. Happy to be here. So what would you say is your most cherished accomplishment so far? Ha. Hmm. Well, I, I, I really, you know, both on a personal level and a professional level, I, I think the work that I did as part of the crew members on that whole run from Hanna-Barbera and Cartoon Network, mm-hmm. when it was that uh, we were at Dexter's Lab, yeah. then we did Powerpuff Girls, and then we did Samurai Jack. I mean, uh, it's definitely a formative time in my life uh, mm-hmm. where I, I really learned a lot and stepped up my art skills, but also made some of my best friendships that last to this day. And also... That's that's some real legacy stuff that I can be really proud to have yeah. worked on the, the shows of that quality that still hold up. That's like the Mount Rushmore of Cartoon Network, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, and it was you know it, we had no idea that it was going to you know blossom into something that amazing. You know, I mean, we we just thought, hey, these these guys are good artists and they're my age. Let's all work together, and right. it just kind of blew up with all the quality. And it was just great to be along for the ride, you know. And it's funny because I got a sort of a six degrees of separation with that because you worked, you know, you're kind of the, the forefront of the creation, the, the visual of that. And yeah, I'm not, know, I'm not at the forefront. I no, want to say just, that maybe that's not the right word, but you were, you you played a really significant part in that. Let's just say that I was, I was, I was one of the artists on it. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a million artists, and there's definitely a lot of people who are the leads. Right. You know, when you're talking about, you know, Gandhi Tartakovsky, Craig yeah. McCracken. Craig Kelman, Paul Rudish, you know, those are the guys we were just looking to them and trying to follow their lead, you know. It's amazing. Like, I, you know, I get a chance to talk with you. Uh, like, I, every once in a blue moon, I do, you know, talk with Candace Milo on, mm, yeah. on, uh, on social media because she's a friend of uh, another friend who's an actress, uh, who's a known actor for uh, a anime that, uh, mm-hmm. that is on. And it, it's amazing that I, I get to really – talk to all you guys it's so surreal because you guys are so ultra talented and the, the road that you guys have gotten to do is just amazing <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's a crazy ride i can't i still can't believe it when i look back on it all that it, you know it's uh, everything i've done and get you know, still continue to get to do it's it, it is totally a child's dream job yeah. fulfilled i mean Especially this year. I mean, I'm, I got paid to draw Spider-Man, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's nuts. I mean, li- literally, like, my nine-year-old dream job, you know, yeah. aside from designing a new Star Wars movie or something, would be to, you know, do for Marvel. And right. it happened. It's nuts. 
Just start walking around uh, Disney Studios with a Star Wars uh, shirt every day. You know, man, it work out. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you know, I mean, that, that that's not a rare thing <laughs> in animation, you know. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's plenty of that. I mean, literally, they, they did have Star Wars days. Like on May 4th, they they had uh, the real professional Chewbacca suit guy there wow. come and lightsaber churros from the park and everything. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> it all kind of ties in, which is kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just got last question, I guess. I just got to yeah. ask, like, what would you be doing if you, not this? <laughs> that is a really good idea. I have, I have no idea. When I was younger, was there ever it, it was, road? <laughs> no, not, not really. It was just, uh, you know, it was all just a dream. And of course, uh, growing up here in Los Angeles, you know, it's a realistic dream, mm-hmm. uh, but I wasn't really sure how to go about it at the time. Yeah. And, uh, I just like, accidentally kind of got into it it was uh, you know just happenstance and timing because that was the early 90s when uh, people were giving uh, chances to people who weren't established or didn't go to cal arts if you just look like you could draw they give you a tryout yeah uh, so i just got lucky so uh, really hadn't really planned on that mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just a far-fetched dream that just happened so i never even got the chance really to uh, consider a plan b at the time right. you know realistically anyway so thank god for that <laughs> about that yeah. so, so uh what's next for you that is a good question at, what's next the that moment? you can talk about <laughs> yeah not not much really you know <laughs> I, I, there, there's still been a lot of other things that i've done for the marvel line uh, there's, there's plenty of things where they said you can't uh, mention these. You can't post these because that hasn't been announced yet. You right. know, there are some other other things that are tied in with upcoming projects, and I never know uh, what what's going to happen with those if, if they'll see the light of day, or hopefully they will. Like like all of these. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's uh, season three for um, Big Hero Six mm-hmm. uh, comes out this summer. Uh, and, really good uh, show too. I like those shows. Oh oh yeah yeah it's it's great. I mean that's. Uh, that's another chance to work with one of my favorite artists that I've known for a while, Jose Lopez, who yeah. he goes back to uh, the Batman show from mm. the uh, mid 2000s and uh, and uh, Transformers. Um, you know, the, you know, there's always more people that that you look forward to working with who have worked on all of our favorite other geeky properties. Right, so right. now, yeah, so the fact that he got his chance to put his stamp on Big Hero Six the series was pretty cool. That was uh, great getting to work with them there, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, other than that, yeah. Other other things I can't really talk about, and um, you know, it's uh, it's an exciting time in animation right now because uh, streaming has been opening up a lot of new possibilities for a lot of new uh, How creative cool things. You got work that spans from both Disney Plus and uh, DC Universe app. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty and crazy. Hulu, I mean, for I mean, that matter, <laughs> you put it to that extent. I know. Yeah, ba- basically, you know, it's always the, these one big conglomerates. Uh, they they get to own uh, several different. Uh, uh, streaming platforms, uh, movie studios, TV networks, and everything. So chances are you're going to be across the board on all of them. Right. But uh, yeah, there's uh, yeah. Who, who knows what'll come next? <laughs> well, I'm I'm very much looking forward to seeing what comes next, and I definitely want to thank you once again for coming on to Talk Time Live exclusive. Chris, you are a hell of a great talent. I am very honored to have you on the show, and thank you for everything. Yeah, uh, happy to be here again, Dex. Yeah. Absolutely, thank you for everything, and. 
let right now give you the platform. Let us know where not only we can find you, which you can find announcements of what's going to come next, but where we can find these great T-shirts that I'm wearing right now as well. Okay. Well, uh, if if you do go to uh, go to link on my Instagram, uh, I'm I'm at Chris Battle Art on Instagram. There is a link to my online shop there. Which I where, found. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's where you'll find the most uh, variety for all the Marvel shirts. You, you know, like like we said, you can get them in um, men's, women's, children's, uh, baseball shirts, hoodies, long sleeve, short sleeve, you know, any, any color combination you want. Uh, all those Marvel T-shirts are also. Available uh, from uh, May, uh, online uh, from Macy's, Hot Topic, Box Lunch, um, uh, let's see, Kohl's, and uh, there might be a couple more in there that I'm forgetting, but those those are all the big ones. Mm. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Chris, and uh, it's been an honor. I hope to have you on again. And the minute that something big happens, I will be contacting you. Which <laughs> you, I gotta you, you feel give like, me a ring, man. No yeah, problem. <laughs> exactly. No, it, it's been an honor. Truly, thank you so much, folks. I hope you have really enjoyed this special episode of Talk Time Live exclusive. On behalf of myself and the one and only Chris Battle, all I gotta say is learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG presents Talk Time Live. We are out here. Take care. This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality.